The following is an instant reaction YouTube exclusive content. To get more YouTube exclusive content, make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel at Don't Go Out There. This is Scott Patterson, Agent Peter Strom from the Saw franchise, and you're listening to Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. I know, yes, there will be blood. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Uh, we're live, I believe, sir. Yep. Uh, all right, we are live. Okay. All right, do you want to start this or me? Uh, just let me know when you get the Facebook. Let me share that first, then we'll start off. All right, okay, cool, cool, cool. It should be up on, it should be up there any minute, yep, man. sure okay. is. All right, let's do it. So if you share it, we'll share it on our stuff. We're good to go. Oh, it said post failed. Did you make it, pri uh, po uh, can you make uh, that post public? Yeah, hold on, hold on. I don't know why it's like that, but it is. Um, should be public. I don't know. Edit privacy. Public. All right. Now do it. I changed it, so we should be good. Yep. I'm just sharing right now. Okay. Thanks for everyone tuning in. We appreciate right. it. We're about our thoughts. We're just trying to get everyone we can involved. That's right. All right. Uh, let's do it. Do you want to go first, Mike? You want me to go first? That doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I'll lead us off. First of all, thanks for watching. If you are, if you're watching in hindsight, you know, here in a couple hours or the next coming days, we appreciate all that. Uh, we'll, I mean, obviously, this will go right to the YouTube, so you can watch it anytime. So uh, we appreciate everyone listening and following along. Okay, so obviously, we had a new Saw movie come out. Um, you know, it's been a while since we've had a new movie. I don't think since we've made this show, we really had any kind of new content to sink our teeth into that wasn't already you know in the past and that's kind of our bag you know we kind of like to review older movies that's what we do but as movies come out now here in 2021 it felt like a proper time to kind of get involved with some more live stuff some more instant reaction stuff like a lot of the youtube horror community does and so here we are we're gonna quickly react i think to spiral from the book of saw uh you know chris rock samuel jackson you know a lot of other players involved there um, I'll go ahead first, I guess, because Nico, you are the Saw guy here. Not that I don't love the franchise, I do. Uh, I love Saw. I think it's one of the better franchises as far as quality of movie that's ever existed in horror. So, you know, pretty good track record for me, at least. Um, I just want to start off by saying general overview. I liked this movie a lot. Um, it did a lot for me. It checked a lot of boxes that I like to see from a horror movie. Uh, it had a good story, I thought. Um, it had really, really surprisingly good acting. Um, and I think that, and by the way, if you're tuning in and you haven't seen the movie, I would suggest clicking off and coming back and watching this uh, because we're going to talk a little spoilers. Um, we, we, we may not go way in depth on stuff, but we are going to cover some stuff. Yeah, that you I'll, yeah, I won't spoil, spoil anything, right. but I'll give my thoughts on some stuff. Right, right. So as I was, you know, so uh, spoiler warning ahead here before I keep going. Again, I thought it had surprisingly good acting. Uh, I thought, and I know a lot of people didn't know if Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Diana. Uh, I didn't know if if 
if people how people were going to gauge Chris Rock's performance, but I thought he was really, really good. Um, I think it took a little bit getting used to him being in that role, but once we settled in and along for the ride, I thought he was really good. Uh, Samuel Jackson played Samuel Jackson, so there's no you know big surprise there, but I thought the rest of the surrounding cast played their parts really, really well. Um, and I do think this felt like a Saw movie, a lot of quick cuts. The gore was good. My The the traps were okay, but I, I don't think the movie tried to focus on the traps so much. Um, some of the traps are unwinnable to me, which is kind of a uh, negative because like we've always said in every other Saw review we've done, you need winnable traps. That's kind of the that's kind of what the game is with Jigsaw. and But this isn't technically Jigsaw, so I, I'm willing to allow some wiggle room there. But I thought the traps for what we got were very gruesome and gory, especially one that made my – it kind of made me have my skin crawl in the theater, and that normally doesn't happen. So I don't know if we're talking about the same one, but I'm just going to tell you it involves fingers. I thought that trap was, was really, really gross, man. Uh, so, again, job well done there. Uh, again, visuals were really, really good. I felt dirty and grimy. We kind of got back to that old everything looks like it's in a basement uh, vibe that I think that uh, Saw 3D got away from, uh, where it was really light and kind of way too lit, for lack of a better term. So, again, really good performances all around. I thought the direction, as much as I like the writing of this movie, I thought the direction was a little weak. Uh, there were some moments I thought the camera was used poorly. And I know that's kind of a nerdy thing to say, but it's just kind of how I felt. But it wasn't a complete negative. I just thought we kind of had some 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 stuff that could have been done a little differently. But again, all in all, like the movie. And I, I'm going to go on record and say I like the twist. I like where this movie goes. A lot of people are kind of about 50-50 on that. And I think it actually kind of wraps up in a nice little bow. Uh, so that's you know, that's my general overview. We can get into it a little more after you go, Nico. All right. Just, uh, just want to say at first, like you posted on your socials, Mike, it just felt good going back to the movies. You know, uh, I went last year, you know, to go see Absolutely. the call after we had Lynn Shea on, but it wasn't the same. Cause you know, there was hardly anybody there. There was actually a little bit of a crowd, uh, maybe not in my particular theater, but there was, you know, a decent amount of cars in the uh, parking lot. So that was just nice to see that we could go back to the movies uh, and shout out to a friend of the show, Hunter Nelson. He joined me. I'll say that I like this movie. Like it was okay to me, but it's this. This isn't a jigsaw movie. It's a copycat. So if you're, I don't want to sound you know wrong or mean or bad when I say this, but you know if you're just a casual saw fan, I think you'll like this movie. Absolutely, absolutely. If you're if you're a diehard into the characters in the jigsaw, I think you'll just be like, all right, that was. Like this movie to me, just when I left, it didn't hit the same as like when I left for Saw Four, Five, or Six. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Saw Saw Three D Seven was kind of the beginning of when I was like, okay, no. Saw Three D is bad. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but I will say, like, I agree. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson. You know, he's always going to bring his A game. He was great. Uh, Chris Rock. I thought he acted – he was a great yeah. actor, too. Yeah. Um, I kind of agree with Hunter Nelson a lot, though. It's kind of hard to take him seriously, though, in a lot yeah. of it because a lot of his dialogue is kind of jokey. But, you know, he's a comedian, so he's going to be kind of comedic. Right. Which he should be. Just a few nitpicks I had, though. I felt like they forced a lot of the – you know how they had to zoom up to the face and they do the quick cuts of, like, the person, like, 
You know, that I, I thought like that was a little bit overused and unnecessary sometimes. And I thought it was kind of weird that Chris Brock, every time like he would walk from his car to inside or back to his car, he always had a rap song playing. It's 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 like in a man just walk out there being a theme music. I was say he had his own theme song like that episode of Family Guy where Peter has one following him around all the time. That's kind of what that went. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I thought the twist was just meh. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't great. Um I, I don't know. I kind of just got some I got other Saul vibes. Like I feel like they just kind of recycled some stuff from the the previous ones to make this one. Uh I'm not gonna spoil the traps. I thought the opening scene was awesome though. That was yeah, that was a yeah. unique trap. Yeah, it was. I I, I kind of felt like uh, I won't spoil it, but the one before Samuel L. Jackson, that one was kind of mean. Like it was. You you had to sacrifice a lot to win that one, like for right. the rest of your life. Right. Uh, but I will say that it, I didn't regret going to see this. Like I like this movie better than Jigsaw. I'll say that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. It, it uh, might be ahead of three D. I'd probably put it ahead of three D. But I do like the. The thing I did like about 3D though was just it tying Dr. Gordon back, but it the spiral looks way better. It's the acting is way better. Uh, I think, like you said, Mike, the acting top to bottom from Spiral I thought was pretty good. Very well done. Very well done. It's kind of hard to just not go into like super duper spoilers, but right. You what? What's your other thoughts, man? Yeah. So again, uh, you know, you mentioned first of all, it just felt great to be back in a movie theater watching a horror movie in particular. Um, uh, something I did really like though, I actually liked the music in this movie. It was different from some of the other songs we've gotten, you know, that had a, like a little bit more of a metal sound. And again, I like both genres, but you know, we got a lot of rap here and I felt it made it current. I felt it helped a little bit. Now, again, I don't need a song every time that Chris Rock walks, but I, I liked a lot of the music as far. And so let me touch on the traps real quick without getting into too big of a spoiler. Um, they're not great traps. And I don't mean the trap itself. I mean the lesson being taught isn't always very well known. Um, I understand the fingers one, which is why it's so gruesome to me. Like, I'm not going to spoil exactly what happens there, but it is tough to watch as it takes place. The opening, mm -hmm. the opening scene to me felt unwinnable. <laughs> so that's how you know you have a copycat because it's not a very well thought out trap, I thought anyway. Uh, I thought you know the amount of time he has and and everything by the way that scene's on youtube for free to watch so i don't feel like we're spoiling anything too hard there um if you've seen it great if you haven't i apologize but again that feels like a very unwinnable trap um i felt the uh, uh the female officer whose name is slipping me because again i'm doing this off my head i don't have a ton of notes here uh, her trap also unwinnable to me <laughs> but i thought it was a cool trap that i had never seen before and so that was unique and, and like you said the last one uh at the very end there it's not necessarily unwinnable it's just very what am i supposed to do in that setting so again we don't have the best copycat jigsaw but i do like the overarching narrative of the movie and i know there's some people and we don't have to get into it too deep there's obvious obviously some very current political undertones there but I don't think it's so in your face like the most recent Black Christmas where you can't go and enjoy this movie without even knowing that. I think it's still a very well-written story where you could just say, hey, this is the story. It doesn't have to be so uh, topical politically. But I, I, it's not again, it doesn't slap you in the face with it like Black Christmas did, which is just ridiculous. Um, but this one kind of has its own unique story. And I think it's 
you know, it, it kind of does a good job walking the line of, of what's right, what's wrong and stuff like that, you know, without getting too far into it. But, um, so, you know, one thing I know we kind of touched on Chris Rock, but there, the last probably 25 minutes of this movie, he's great. Not good. Oh yeah. Great. Like yeah, he really, really he really hones in on the character and, and, and brings it around. I think it was really well done. And one thing I do want to say is I like the father son aspect of this movie between Samuel Jackson and Chris Rock. I think it plays really well. Um, you know, for being what 95 minutes long, they get a lot into the story. Now, again, there's some, some plot holes, I think. And again, I, when you go see the movie, I think you'll notice it more, but there's definitely some plot holes that could be filled in with a sequel, which again, that's kind of what Saul does. It leaves plot holes for the sequel to kind of follow up on and kind of, you know, plug it all in. And I have a feeling if I, everything I read is correct, we're going to get a sequel. I'm just testing something. Okay. Is your phone ringing? Yep. Okay. Why? That that might be a plot hole. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I honestly wasn't sure about that, but I hope I didn't disrupt the Facebook feed. But uh, no, you're good. No, no, you're good. It's all done through restream anyway. So okay. Um, yeah. So that yeah, might be I, a plot hole though. If you you know what I'm talking about though with the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, <laughs> there's only so much you can do with with uh, modern technology that the old saws could get away with a little bit more, you know? Yeah. I'll say that I really felt, well, spoiler alert, I guess, but Samuel L. Jackson, he wasn't going to survive his trap. <laughs> uh, well, he did, and the story, he really didn't deserve to. Yeah. Not to give anything away. So I, I, I disagree with you. I think the first one was winnable. You know, just jump. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, I mean, it's on YouTube. So, I mean, just jump off that stool and rip your tongue out. But, Will you actually survive it? I don't know. Right. That that might be what you're talking about. Are you really going to survive after bleeding that much on a in a dirty subway? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I watched before, you know going into this. You know, I had to watch some spoiler free uh, YouTubers. You know their reviews, and uh, you know I saw so many conflicting ones. Some people, you know, I watched a lot of rankings. You know, including Spiral, and one guy I watched had this movie second overall, right behind the original. And then I'll watch guys, you know, like Jeremy Johns and Chris Stuckman. And I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of with them. I kind of agree with them too more. This movie, and I'm not, you know, this isn't my own thoughts. I, I'm just agreeing with what they're saying. This movie has some seven vibes to it. It does. Oh, absolutely. With the, with the approach and the, you know, the, the approach, the production and the direction that it's going. And I kind of feel like it just didn't know what it wanted to be a little bit in some spots yeah. want to be a saw it wanted to be a saw movie and a seven movie at the same time which there's nothing wrong with it but i think they just missed it a little bit but like i said it's enjoyable you'll like it but yeah. it's it's right. not in my it's not my favorite saw movie by any means and it, no. i mean it's a copycat movie it's just you know i'll say it like this jigsaw was seven years after 3d i was very disappointed with it Right. Like, cause you had seven years to make a movie and this is what you've done. Right. You know, this movie was made three years technically cause it was supposed to come out last year. I don't know if they did any reshoots or editing, but three years after Jigsaw and it's self-admitted from the book of Saul. So, you know, I was, I didn't leave. Like I was pissed off. Like after Jigsaw, like I right. wasn't broken hearted or dis disappointed. Like this one was okay. It was, it was pretty decent. Right. And that's something that I think a lot of people maybe forget. You mentioned the book of Saw. It's not technically a Saw movie. It's from the book of Saw. So yeah, we have 
a saw movie, but it's not a jigsaw movie. There's no John Kramer, no Tobin Bell in this movie uh, outside of a picture or two that you yeah. get and a couple references, which I thought really helped the story along. Actually, I thought that was good that they did that. They didn't just ignore it altogether. Um, you know, they kind of used it as a case study to kind of figure out this case. Um, let's go ahead and talk about something that a lot of people have. Uh, what do you think? And I'll go. I mean, I guess I can go first. What, what do you think about the new voice? Uh, and before you go, before you go, I you have to remember if you make it the same as Jigsaw, which I always thought was a problem in the Saw sequels. Once uh, John Kramer dies, I thought keeping the same voice was a little hokey to me. I feel like they should have um, maybe done a little bit different. But again, with this one, it's I'm hit or miss. I, I could take it or leave it. I don't hate the new voice of the of the quote unquote jigsaw killer, but I don't love it either. I like the fact that we use a pig puppet instead of the Billy puppet, but because again, it's not jigsaw, it's a copycat. It's someone playing on the jigsaw murders. So I do feel like something new was needed, and I'm okay with the pig puppet. I think it looks really uh freaking scary, you know. And oh, yeah. I think and I think the voice is okay. It's not it's not good, it's not bad, it's just okay. Oh yeah, I love the pig puppet, and yeah. I agree with you. I'm just glad that they use something different. Yeah, like, and they didn't use the the Billy puppet, which I like. The voice, it's you know, Tobin's iconic. You know, you're not going right. to replace that voice, but I mean, it was a little weird, but you know, it's it's not a jigsaw movie, so you have to keep that in mind. You can't keep everything the same. It's a copycat. Right. right. Uh, so I'm with you. I, I'm glad that it's different. I didn't hate it, but you know, once you get used to it, it's not that bad to me. Right. Right. And I agree. And again, a lot of people have said this is an episode of Criminal Minds with a jigsaw background, which kind of like I like I understand. I don't think that's a criticism. I think you had to do something different. You can't go to the well too many times, but something you pointed out, it did recycle a lot of stuff. But part of me kind of feels like that was very Halloween 2018 of them where you kind of have yeah. to take you kind of have to take some of the greatest hits to move the story along. Like I think in Halloween kills, we're not going to get that. We're going to get a whole new deal. And I think, I not. and, and I think in the next saw movie, you're going to get some original stuff, but you can't not play the hits in a saw movie. You've got to have gore. You've got to have good traps. You've got to have, you know, a narrative that ties back to every other saw movie we've seen. And so I think they kind of set themselves up nicely for a sequel by doing that. But you do, you do kind of catch yourself, at some point thinking we've, we've seen this before and it, I don't know if that's a bad thing. I'm kind of conflicted on whether I like that or don't like that kind of like I am with how 2018 where, yeah, we've seen it before, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. And I think one thing that was so refreshing about Saw six to me was just, it kind of got away from, you know, the corrupt police department or whatever. Right. And that's what kind of like, it's, what one of my, I won't say I get, I don't know problems with this one is like, it's just more corrupt police right. work. Right. And maybe that's just a you know a social issue that they were yeah. touching on somewhat, which yeah, is fair. So. But yeah, but you know, <laughs> hey, this this franchise has a lot of corrupt police work that they take care of, so you kind of just get a little fatigue from it. Right, right. And I and, and I I won't right. spoil. Uh, go go ahead, Michael. I will touch on the. Uh, I won't spoil it, but I'll touch on the twist a little bit. Okay, uh, real quick. I think that's what it was. They were just trying to be topical, say stay socially relevant with the. Uh, corrupt police force and i'm and by the way i kind of i said it earlier i'm going to repeat myself i think they do a good job walking the line 
of not making it so broad where it's like, uh, you know, where it might turn some people away from this movie if they happen to disagree with all that or, you know, whatever their stance is. I think that they cover it pretty well because, again, it is a running theme in the Saw movies where everybody on the police kind of sucks minus one detective. And so that's kind of how this movie plays out as well. But, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and touch on the ending real quick without giving too much away. Well, well, one more thing. Now that I just started thinking about it, the basement kill or a trap. I, I just thought about this now after, you know, seriously thinking on it. How do you set that up? I don't know. That's a really good question. I in think the, that's right. <laughs> in the evidence room or cold case room, you set that trap up where there's security everywhere. Yeah, but okay. Without giving the ending away, it kind of works. I don't know, man. Just, there a candle shop near? All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> hey, maybe, hey, hey, maybe the police department's next to the House of Wax. Who knows? Hey, maybe, maybe it is in uh, Ambrose. I don't know. You might be right about that. Uh, uh, sp- the ending. I mean, it, it it had a decent little twist, I guess, but it's just so hard to believe this one. It's like, it's like, I, all right, mark this. Uh, people watching, I'm about to spoil it a little bit. This kid really. Instead of, I don't know, man. I don't. I'm not a little kid seeing this, so it's just kind of hard for me to believe that he did everything that he did to make it to where he was, and not just be a scarred victim for the rest of his life. I guess. Right. I mean, that, that's that's a traumatic thing to see as a little kid. I'll say this. I'll say that I think I don't know what the other twist could have been. Um, when you watch this movie back. I think it'll be really obvious, unlike some of the other Saw movies where you don't like Amanda Young was not something I saw coming in Saw 2. You don't see Tobin Bell coming in Saw 1. You you honestly don't see the – you really don't see anything as far as obvious from Saw 1 to 4. After that, we get a little obvious, I think. But again, not a bad thing, just kind of the, the way it is. But I, I, I think in this movie, you didn't really have much of a choice. You, 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 you kind of wrote yourself into a corner, but I think that was on purpose. I don't hate it. I'm kind of like you, where some of it's not b- believable. But again, we are talking about a Saw movie. So, I mean, I'm willing to forgive some of it. I think it's going to set up a really cool sequel from what I hear. There's more to the story we're going to find out. Um, and I, but I, But there's a way to kind con- you know how every Saw movie goes. The guy, the you know, the ones without John Kramer, somehow, some way, the guy doing Jigsaw's bidding isn't who we thought he was or she was when it comes to Jill. So there could be some stuff that maybe we end up not liking this guy after all. Yeah, the only part that confuses me is Chris Rock knows who it is now. So what's the sequel going to do? Just be him chasing them? It's. I mean, I feel like if they have a sequel, it's just going to be more of a not necessarily a Saw movie, but more like a capture the bad guy movie, you know, like an action movie, because he knows who it is now. Let's get into this real quick, and then we can get out of here, unless you have some uh, final thoughts. Uh, no, I, I don't want to spoil nothing too, too bad, so okay. we'll just save it for whenever we review it. Okay. And I so, need another rewatch anyways. Right, right me too. Uh, rumor of sequel, uh, you know, it, I mean, we can just kind of touch on it, because I think that this is going to get one from everything I hear. Uh, as far as long as it does well enough in the box office, which I can't imagine it not doing pretty well, especially when they put it out on video on demand. I think it'll do re- re- really, really well then. Um, from what I from what I gather, uh, 
you know, there's some rumors out there. What would you, you know, you kind of mentioned Chris Rock going on the chase. What would you do if they killed off Chris Rock 10 minutes into the movie and went a different direction? I have no idea. <laughs> that's kind of the rumor. Because, because, you know, we've seen that in Saw before, though, where the end, you know, the guy or the person that makes it to the end of the of the previous movie is killed in the next movie. And so I, I can see that being something that happens. Yeah, so... Because he's now going to be in a trap, because before he really wasn't in a trap. Yeah, so... I mean, you could you could write it to where Rock maybe became the guy's partner for real, for real, and they finished cleaning up their work, but right. I don't see that happening after what happened to Poppy. Um, I really don't know what could go next, because... It kind of reminds you of like Saw 4 where it reveals Hoffman's involved. Right. But, but Rig dies at the end, so the only person who knew is dead. Right. But then Strom apparently finds out in the fifth one. So I, I don't know what the direction would be. But, I mean, I'll go see it again. But Of course. I mean, I'm always going to go see these movies because they're horror movies. It's a franchise that I think consistently puts out good to really, really good movies. And so until now – Saw 3D almost lost me. I like Jigsaw more than you do, but I understand why you don't. Um, I, but again, as far as consistency, this franchise tops the big three that are in our logo. The, there's some really bad Halloween movies. There's some really bad Friday the 13th movies. There's some really bad Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Really so, bad. <laughs> so um, this really doesn't have what I would consider a really bad film. Yeah, yeah. Saw doesn't have any stinkers in it. It doesn't no. have a Freddy's Dead. No, Saw 3D is close. It's it's close, but it's not it's not so bad I can't rewatch it, especially if I'm in the middle of a marathon. Uh, I mean, 3D is not good by the other standards, but it's right. not like right. it's not Freddy Krueger riding on a broom or playing video game. That's just that's just terrible. Cool graphics. Yeah, no, it's not Freddy. Uh, yeah, playing, that's that's uh, terrible. Yeah, uh, it's not Freddy playing Nintendo, which I think is god awful. Um. So just, you know, uh, we're at 25 minutes now, so we can kind of wrap this up and get out of here and go on about our Sunday. But I just want to thank everyone that did follow along and everyone that watches in hindsight, which I'm sure on YouTube will have some numbers. And we, you know, we'll kind of push out the video after the fact because, you know, not everyone can stop along and watch live. And I understand that. Um, anyway, you know, this was kind of quick. We didn't take a lot of time to advertise this. But uh, so, you know, we'll kind of push the video out. And at some point, it'll probably be available on all platforms to go back and listen to because this will be all we kind of have until we review this movie down the road once the entire crew has seen it. Um, so thanks everyone for watching, following along, stopping in. I do want to say I would recommend going to see this movie. Um, yeah. And that, and that's I agree. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if you have the chance and you have the money, I know money is tight for a lot of people right now. If you have the chance, go see the movie. Um, you know, it's Sunday. If you got nothing else going on, stop in at a matinee showing and see it. Uh, I, I think this movie is worth a watch, and then I definitely think it's going to be worth a rewatch when I get the chance, whether that be of uh, legal or, or means or otherwise, is, is really for, uh, uh, no one to know. But I, I will be rewatching this movie at some point, uh, and I highly recommend it, and I had a lot of fun kind of talking about it because there's stuff we couldn't get into that I really would like to get into as far as yeah. But uh, we'll save it for when we actually review the movie. Oh yeah, and like Mike said, uh, I agree. Go go see the movie. I mean, I went to a three o'clock show and it was like eleven dollars, so that's not too bad. Yeah, and it, and it had the nice seats too. So I mean, it wasn't like a dumpy theater. So I, if you like the Saw franchise, I recommend go see it. 
Absolutely. But just keep in mind, it's not a jigsaw movie. It's a right. copycat. Right, right. And I think that kind of helps the movie in some ways and hurts it in others. So uh, any other final thoughts before we get out of here, Nico? Yeah, one more thing. Like you mentioned, I, I think you tweeted about it. Seeing a horror movie like this with two A-list celebrities like Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson was very cool to see. It was it was awesome to see, too. And it's just awesome that Chris Rock is a fan of the franchise. Like, right. I love that. Right. Uh, they, it was great to see those two caliber of actors and celebrities want to be in this type of movie. So I, I did appreciate that a lot. Right. And I think we're it's not a bad thing, celebrities, to be in a horror movie. Hey, I think we're starting to see that shift a little bit. You see a lot of pretty A-list people, you know, going into horror movies, especially on streaming services. You know, another fan of horror is Ryan Reynolds, who has been in a ton of horror and thriller movies. And he's, you know, part of, you know, superhero lore now when it comes to Marvel movies. So, I, you know, he's a big, a big name actor that just enjoys the genre. Chris Rock does as well. You know, Samuel Jackson, you know, being a part of this, it's, it's really cool to see a lot more people kind of flock to that. I mean, we have Jamie Lee Curtis return to her roots. That helps the, you know, that, that helps the genre as a whole where we're not just putting out, uh, you know, B-type slasher movies all the time. We're getting some really good acting in these movies. And I think in this one, that definitely carries true. I, I think there's some really solid acting, not just from Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson, but from all involved. Yeah, everyone did a great job. Yeah. And uh, another horror movie that's come out this month with a big name, yeah. uh, John Krasinski and his yeah. wife, uh, yep. Quiet Place 2 is coming out. Yep. So it's it's really good to see these very recognizable A-list celebrities, you know, tapping into our favorite genres. That's awesome. Absolutely. And, you know, we have a, the Conjuring 3 coming out, which because of the Conjuring series, these two are well-known names with Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Like, they love the horror genre. They're in it a lot. But they're also in a lot of other things that that uh, that people know. So again, a lot of big name actors kind of turning their eye to horror, which I really do appreciate. Any other uh, final thoughts on Spiral the Book Saw before we get out of here, brother? No, I hope we didn't spoil too much. I don't think we did. Uh, like Mike said, recommend go see it because uh, right now you're going to get a good theater experience. There was no talking at all. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, make sure to. Go to don'tgooutthere.com for this and everything else that you need, you know, involving our show. I think our blood donors, as always, you know, we have a blood donor review, our first one coming up this week. Very excited about that. We won't spoil it here. And uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're on all those big three platforms. And uh, make sure you come back and watch this video as much as you can. Share it. Tell your friends. We really appreciate you guys tuning in. Thanks. Absolutely. And I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't go out there.